Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're glad to have you listening with us. Today's topic reminds us, this is not all there is. We'll return with the devotional after a brief message from one of our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. This is Not All There Is by Ann Peterson, read by Leah Martin. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. John 16:33. We all do it. We face something really difficult in our lives and we ask, "Why? Why is this happening now?" or Why is this happening to me? It's normal to ask this question, but the problem is we seem to stay there. And when we're asking that question, peace eludes us. Let's look more closely at John 16.33 and walk through what we can learn from each part of it. First, I've told you these things. This invites us to turn to God's word, and when we do, something happens inside of us. It's the same thing that happened when Jesus would speak to his disciples. They would get glimpses of another world. Being human, we get wrapped up living in this world, and we sometimes forget there's a spiritual realm. Paul referenced this as he told us where our focus should be. Paul said we should fix our eyes on what we don't see. Because what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4.18 Second, this world has trouble. John 16.33 tells us, in this world we will have trouble. Peter told us we shouldn't be surprised when we face difficult times, that we shouldn't think hard times are strange. 1 Peter 4.12-13 He explains, as we participate in suffering later, will be overjoyed when Christ's glory is revealed. I didn't always see that connection. When I recently read in Peter about suffering, it confirmed all of it again. Peter asked, When we're beaten for doing wrong, how is it to our credit if we take it patiently? But if we suffer when we're doing what is right and we take it patiently, that pleases God. 1 Peter 2.20 There is purpose. In suffering. 
Then, let's look at the third part of John 16.33. How can we take heart? If this world was all there was, it would be disheartening. We're born, we suffer, and then we die. The end. But Jesus told the disciples to take heart because he overcame the world. When we accepted Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, our sins were forgiven. But at that moment, we also appropriated Christ's righteousness and we became joint heirs with Christ. Romans 8.17 There is more going on than meets our physical eyes. There's an enemy of our souls who was once a beautiful angel named Lucifer. He wanted to be higher than God, so God cast Satan out of heaven, and he took a third of the angels with him, which are known as demons. Satan loves to discourage Christians. He does it by telling us lies. Lies such as, God doesn't care about you. If God cared about you, why does he let so many bad things happen to you? The short answer is, We suffer in this world because it's a fallen world. When sin entered the world, everything changed. But here's the good news. One day, things will be different. Scripture also tells us that a day is coming when our tears will be wiped away. A day when God will create a new heaven and a new earth. We'll live without the presence of evil. And for me, the most exciting thing is that one day, I'll be able to look right into the face of the one who sacrificed his life for me. That one thought has kept me going through some pretty dark times. Those of us who have accepted Jesus will no longer suffer. In heaven, there will be no more disease, no more brokenness, no strained relationships. Can you imagine? So what can we do in the meantime? How do we live in this world while we're waiting for the next? Paul tells us we're not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Romans 12.2 What is it that transforms our minds? God's Word. When we saturate ourselves with the Word of God, we can focus on what is unseen instead of just what is seen. In the meantime, when I hear negative things from the enemy, I know they're lies. All Satan can do is lie because there is no truth in him. But God's Word is truth. So when I focus on the truth... I can recognize lies. I also find it helpful to sing old hymns which are laced with truth from God's Word. Hymns like, Great is Thy Faithfulness or Amazing Grace. When I take walks, I focus on God's character, and then I'm never surprised to look up and see a deer or hear the birds chirping away. Even though I'm in this world, it's becoming more and more obvious that I'm not part of this world. I remember a hymn that talked about us being pilgrims. At the time, it didn't make as much sense to me as it does today. That's exactly what we are. We're really just passing through. Let's take a moment to pray together. Lord, I thank you for who you are. I thank you that no matter what happens to us on this earth, you are with us. God, we look forward to the day that we'll see your face. But for now, for anyone who is struggling... We pray that you strengthen them, meet their needs, and let your Holy Spirit comfort them. We pray this in your Son's precious and holy name. Amen. I'd also like to share a poem that I wrote with you, entitled, There's More. Why is life so fragile, I asked the Lord today. 
People struggle with their health, others slip away. This isn't what I planned, my child, my father says to me. There's more to life than what you see. I've made eternity. Intersecting faith and life. What are some things that you find helpful in keeping your eyes on the Lord? For further exploration of today's topic, read my article on Crosswalk.com. 20 Legendary Lines from Favorite Hymns to Lift You Now. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kynos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. The word kynos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith. And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, discuss how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety. To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com.